I was so thankful that the choir, were, the choir recorded something for us today. So our message today, I, when I was eight years old, my parents, moved, uh, my parents moved me away from my grandparents. Now, up to that point in my life, my grandparents, John and Marie, they lived exactly 74 miles from our house. And so several times a month, we would, we would make that trip. And my grandparents were a constant part of my life. And I thought that's how it would always be until it wasn't. Christmas came a few months after we moved, and it hurt. I was missing them a lot, and it was the first time that I'd ever been away from my grandparents on this special day. Up to that point, they had always come to our house to celebrate. Every year, the family would gather at our house. But my grandma, she sent something to me. She, she sent to me something for Christmas that year. It was a shoebox full of audio tapes. My grandparents and my great-grandparents, it was, it was them. They had recorded hours of them singing and telling me stories. They sang Christmas carols, and they let me know that they loved me and that they were thinking about me. And I, I don't remember much of that Christmas back in 1980. I don't remember much of that Christmas except that it is now 40 years later, and I still listen to those tapes even after everybody who has been recorded on those tapes has gone to the Lord. I can still remember sitting next to my grandparents as they would read to me. You never forget what it feels like to sit with those people that you love because you never know how long that's going to be for. And so on this Christmas, I want to share a story read by my grandmother. Hello from Grandma Rodsky. I decided that since you're not around where I can read to you as often as I used to, maybe I'd find some from my old books and other books and let you listen to them when you have time. This one is called The Princess and the Golden Ball. This is a story that your Uncle Paul sort of worked with when he was a youth advisor down in Kelso. There was once a princess who had a beautiful golden ball. She was fond of tossing it up into the air and catching it again. But one day she tossed it up and it fell into a deep well. The little princess ran to the edge of the well and looked down into the water. She could not see the ball, so she began to cry. Soon a big green frog poked his head up out of the water and said, why are you crying, little girl? My golden ball has fallen down into the well, said the princess. I shall never see it again. Little girl, said the frog, if I go down to the bottom of the well and bring up your golden ball, what will you give me? I will give you all my playthings, said the princess. I do not want your playthings, said the frog. What else will you give me? I will give you my new dress, said the princess. I do not want your new dress, said the frog. What else will you give me? I will give you my red slippers, said the princess. No, said the frog, I do not want your red slippers. What else will you give me? I have nothing else to give you, said the princess. Then she began to cry. Little girl, said the frog, 
if I go down to the bottom of the well and bring up your golden ball, will you let me come to your house? Will you let me eat from your golden plate? Will you let me drink from your silver cup? Will you let me sleep on your little white bed? Oh, yes, said the princess. You may come if you will get my golden ball. So the frog went down to the bottom of the well and came up with the golden ball in his mouth. The princess took the ball and ran home. She did not even wait to thank the frog for all his trouble. While she was eating dinner, there was a rap at the door. Run to the door, my dear, said her father, and see who is there. The princess ran to the door and opened it. There stood the big green frog. So she shut the door and ran back to the table. Who's at the door, asked her father. A big green frog, said the princess. I told him that if he would get my golden ball at the bottom of the well, he could come to my house. He could eat from my golden plate. He could drink from my silver cup. He could sleep on my little white bed. I did not think he would come, but he is here. My daughter, said her father, a promise is a promise. It must be kept. Open the door and let the frog come in. So the princess opened the door and the frog came in. He hopped across the floor and he hopped upon her chair. He ate from her golden plate and drank from her silver cup. Then when it was time to go to bed, he hopped upstairs and slept in the little white bed where the princess always slept. She had to sleep with her mother. As soon as the princess opened her eyes next morning, she dressed herself, and then she ran to her own room to see how her little white bed looked after a frog had slept in it. The bed was all right, but the frog was not there. She ran downstairs to look for him, but he was not there. Then she went out into the yard, and there she found him. But he was not a big green frog now. He had been changed into a little boy with a green suit. He made a deep bow and said, Little girl, you let me eat from your golden plate. You let me drink from your silver cup. You let me sleep on your little white bed. Because you were so kind, I have been changed back into a little boy. I was the slave of a bad fairy, but you have set me free. Then the father of the little princess went to the house where the little boy lived, and in a little while his mother came and found her long-lost boy. People come into our lives and they become family to us. Sometimes we're related and sometimes we're not. It doesn't really matter. When we're willing to share our lives, to share those things that have come into our lives, when we're willing to share our lives, share our stories with one another, what we experience, what we feel, changes us. God sends angels. Sometimes they're disguised as frogs, perhaps, but sometimes they come to us as grandmas or uncles or dear friends. God sends angels so that we're never alone. No matter where we find ourselves, we know inside of us that there is someone out, someone out there who wants to be with us always. God wanted so much for people to know how much God wants to be with us, that God became human in a baby born long ago. For God so loved the world. You and I inherit that love to share. So wherever you are right now, whether you're here or you're online, 
I want you to know how absolutely loved you are. Even beyond the miles or the years between, love never dies. She's with you always. Feel that. Know that. Because that is the truth that saves. Merry Christmas, loved ones. Amen.